It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. This is the other side of midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Do you think God doesn't have a sense of humor? Well, look only at next week's calendar because next week, Wednesday is Ash Wednesday, the beginning of a season of fasting and abstinence and sacrifice and, you know, not indulging in things like chocolate or alcohol or heavy meals. And it's also Valentine's Day. So, you know, the fact that both Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day fall during Lent is God's way of laughing at all of us. Well, it was reminded me when I looked at the calendar this morning that uh, we are ticking off very closely to Valentine's Day. And this is one of those holidays where getting flowers is an absolute must for your significant other. And I would venture to say probably a couple of others as well. No, I'm not talking about any mistresses, but moms, sisters, and the like. My go-to Sherpa on getting the most out of holidays is uh, Jim McCann, uh, somebody that's not only a very successful entrepreneur who founded 1-800-Flowers, but he's been an author. And what I didn't realize until recently is uh, he's a pretty great podcaster as well, although his choice of guests is somewhat questionable. So uh, as we all get ready for Valentine's Day, I figured it would be a great opportunity to, again, check in with our friend Jim McCann. Jim, it's great to talk with you. Good to talk to you, Frank. You know, I'd be curious, do they have rites and rituals and traditions in the borough of Staten that relate to Valentine's Day? When you were a kid, when you went to school, did you guys pass out Valentine's to one another? We, you know, I don't think it was ever formalized, but uh, that ended up being the case. I remember in middle school in uh, IS 34 for a dollar, you could send a, a carnation to someone else. Right. And so at our lunch table, basically, we all sent it all the all the guys at our lunch table in the seventh grade sent it to all the girls in, at our lunch table and vice versa. But uh, it was nice to, you know, at least get something. So um, it was I'm not sure it was uh, from 1-800-Flowers, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. Hey, uh, Jim, this is one of those holidays where a lot of people stress about how to make the most, especially if you're in the dating or courtship phase, how to really make Valentine's Day special. What advice do you have for people? Well, uh, I think the first thing I'd say is you, know, you mentioned Valentine's Day is on Wednesday next week. But for us, our, our heavy delivery days start today. Uh, Friday with uh, with uh, Valentine weekend, you have all different kinds of holidays coming up. So, the, the best advice I can give to people is do something, uh, do something to express yourself. If you don't have any money, you can you can write something nice to someone. You could share a song lyric with them. You could share a poem, but do something. And and as as you said in your in your opening comments there, Frank, it's not just the love interest in your life, the romantic love interest. It's your mom who would who would just beam if if uh, Frank sent her a note or a card or a bouquet or some chocolates uh, for Valentine's. Say, Mom, you'll always be my Valentine. Your mom would be beaming day and night for days after that, and and all it would take is a simple gesture from from you. And I, I in my family, you know, we're fortunate enough that we have uh, seven grandkids, and that's in three different households: three, two, and two. And we have a company called the Cheryl's Cookies, which makes the best buttercream frosted cookies that I've ever had. And so my grandkids look forward to, I was telling a buddy of mine this story just 
about a month ago. I said, oh, well, he, he had grandkids all over the country. Mine were fortunate or right nearby. But I send them a, a box of Cheryl's heart-shaped buttercream frosted cookies for all the holidays, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Christmas. And uh, so they all got their cookies. And I told them, he told me that he did that. I said, well, I do that too. He goes, but I bet you don't do what I do. I said, what's that? He said, I tell them if they want to get the next box of cookies for the next holiday, they have to be sure to send me a picture of my grandkids eating those cookies. And so he did. He topped me and I said, Brendan, thanks for that advice. I'm going to, I'm going to do the same thing. So we started this Valentine's Day. Nothing feels better than being in a meeting that seems to be going on forever. And you get a text and you open it up and there's a picture of three little gremlin grandkids, each with a cookie and a big smile on their face. Oh, that's wonderful. Whether that's wonderful. Your kids, your grandkids, a, a favorite aunt of yours, your mom, if you're really lucky and you have a grandmom, there's a whole lot of people that you could do some kind of little gesture for that would make their day, and by the way, make you feel pretty good too. One of the criticisms about Valentine's Day that I'm sure that you've heard, uh, you know, a, a thousand times every every year around this time is that it's not a real holiday, that it's a hallmark holiday created for uh, people like you, for greeting cards companies, for florists, for uh, that is not really anything. I'm curious how you react to that, because no woman I've ever dated has shared that view. They're always expecting something pretty special for Valentine's Day. I'm sure there's a lady at home named Rachel who would not buy into that. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. But, I, you know, let's let's be honest. When I was sitting in that dark room smoking cigars with Mr. Hall from Hallmark, and we invented this holiday 175 <laughs> years ago, we had that in mind. But, look, Frank, even if it was invented uh, uh, in, in the uh, 14th century, what does it matter? It's on the calendar. It's an excuse for us to think about how we can make somebody else in our life feel good whether it's our spouse or it's our kids or our grandkids or a neighbor or, or back when you were in the junior high school there, uh, a little girl at the next table. It's, an, it's a calendar excuse. The expectation is there. Uh, yes, we card companies and florists and chocolate companies and cookie companies. It's an important day for us. But isn't it nice that there's a calendar event that makes us stop and say, there are people in my life that make mm. me feel special. I want to make them feel special and let them know how much I think about them, how much I care about them. You I can want to talk to look, conversations change how we feel. And you remember the quote by Maya Angelou, uh, Maya Angelou, who said, you'll forget what they said, you'll forget what they did, but you'll never forget the way they make mm. you feel. And you can affect how people feel with a simple gesture. And it doesn't have to cost you any money. That, that text on Valentine's Day morning saying, Bet you thought I forgot I didn't. You're so important to me, and I just wanted to tell you, wish you a happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, well said. Well said. That makes a lot of sense. If people are just tuning in, we're talking with uh, Jim McCann. He's the founder of 1-800-Flowers, also an author and a podcaster, which we're going to talk to you about in a second. But, uh, Jim, before we move on from the subject of Valentine's Day, I have been informed that your one of your many talents is that you've actually been in the film business and that one of your feature your feature film debut was actually a film called Valentine's Day. Tell me about that. It was my debut, Frank, and my final curtain all in uh, one movie. <laughs> it was, geez, it was about 
oh, 14 years ago, I think now. Do you remember the director, Gary Marshall? Oh, sure. His, his sister was Penny Marshall from Laverne and Shirley. Sure. Gary was a very successful TV uh, director, uh, movie director. And later in his life, he started doing these ensemble movies. I get a call in my office. Patty, my assistant, calls me. I'm on the other side of the building. And she says, I have a Gary Marshall on the phone for you. And I said, Gary Marshall? And she said, yeah, you know, the, the movie maker. I said, the movie? I said I'll, I'll come back to my office and take the call there. So I'm making my way back, and I'm trying to figure out which friend of mine is pulling my leg here. And I get on the phone, and I hear this very distinct Bronx accent. And it's, Jim, it's Gary Marshall. And I said, yeah. And he went on to say, hey, I do these ensemble movies now, and I just got a contract with Warner Brothers to make a movie called Valentine's Day. And it's set in a flower shop. I have all these big stars. It's an excuse for me to hire my family and my friends and have a good time. And I just thought, wouldn't it be neat if you would agree to be in a scene set in a flower shop? Oh, that's great. And when I convinced that he wasn't one of my friends pulling my leg, I said, you know, that sounds like fun. And it was a hoot. I flew out to uh, Burbank. Uh, They had created this flower shop slash cafe kind of concept. I worked with a bunch of nobodies like Dr. McDreamy, Patrick Dempsey, uh, Ashton Kutcher, Jessica Biel. Oh, wow. A young lady who's gone on to fame named Taylor Swift, uh, Jennifer Garner, Jamie Foxx. It was a hoot because I spent three days there on set and uh, uh, you go in, you film, and then you do another thing. But the best part was each night, Gary would take about a dozen people out to a restaurant, big round table, and it would just be crying funny, the conversation around the table with all these amazing stars and talents. So I just had a, it was a pinch me week for me. And, uh, and at the end, Gary said to me while we were on set, he said, Jimmy, you're doing really good at this. Why don't I give you a speaking part? See if it works. So he gave me a line or two to say, and I, I did them. And he says, geez, that really worked. I think we're going to use that. At dinner that night, he said, you know, thank God you're not a member of the Screen Actors Guild, Jim. I said, why is that? He said, because it cost me a fortune to have done that speaking part for you. I said, Gary, I am a member of the Screen Actors Guild. And he said, holy blank. <laughs> That's great. I'm that shocked you were. Appearance in a movie. And to this day, 14 years later, I just got my residual check on Monday. And that $12.21 is really going to go a long way. <laughs> I love it. I'm shocked. Uh, I'm shocked that you aren't in greater demand than Hollywood after that. Uh, <laughs> lastly, uh, Jim, you were kind enough to invite me on your podcast. I thought it was a great discussion. We covered a, a wide variety of subjects related to uh, radio, related to you know public policy, life, all sorts of things, uh, different personalities that we both knew. I really enjoyed it. Uh, when are people going to be able to hear that and how can they hear it? I, I, that'll be uh, on. Uh, that'll be released on February fifteenth, the day after Valentine's Day, the first, well, the second day of Lent. So you can our listeners can really do an act of penance that day. <laughs> that is for sure. Well, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it, and uh, I'm going to link to that well, interview. You. It, was, it was such fun to have on. Uh, you know, you know, I'm a fan. You know, I'm a regular listener, and I've really come to like and respect you and being able to spend that time with you is a real treat for me and get to know you better is a really good thing. Well, I feel the same way. And uh, as soon as that's posted, I'm going to share that on my Facebook page as well. People can check it out. Hey, uh, Jim McCann, it's always a treat to you uh, to talk to you. Have a great Super Bowl. Have a great Valentine's Day. We'll talk soon. All right, Frank. All the best.
If you want to comment on any portion of my discussion with Jim McCann, give me a call, 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight, straight ahead.